Well, welcome to episode two of Chopping It Up with the Chief. The Chief being Marlon Lynch, MSU's Vice President for Public Safety and Chief of Police. With Chief Lynch today is Daryl Green, Chief of Staff for the MSU Police and Senior Advisor to Chief Lynch. Uh, welcome back, Chief Lynch and Dr. Green. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Thank you, Russ. Uh, under the direction of Chief Lynch and with the approval of MSU President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D., the focus and structure of the MSU Department of Police and Public Safety has been adjusted to better represent the priorities of the Spartan community. The reorganization took effect July 1st and places greater emphasis on community engagement, diversity, equity, and inclusion, relationship violence and sexual misconduct, professional standards and public integrity, and behavioral support services. As chief of staff, Green is responsible for accreditation, internal affairs, recruiting, budget, finance, human resources, and strategic planning. In addition, Green will oversee DEI initiatives, including programming, training, and education. And, uh, Marlon, before we start to talk with Daryl a little bit, uh, campus safety has been top of mind lately. Uh, what would you like to say to the community about campus safety and some of the initiatives you're, you're implementing to make the campus even safer, like the Police and Public Safety Advisory Committee and the Safe MSU app? Sure. Thanks again, Russ. We definitely appreciate the opportunity to discuss these topics on a larger scale. And uh, this actually presents the form for that to occur. So we definitely appreciate the relationship. In regards to campus, recent campus safety um, occurrences and initiatives, uh, specifically for us, the police and public safety function has to continuously be assessed and evolve with that. That was the number one reason for the reorganization. Recent incidents have actually highlighted that in a sense with it. Um, if we go back, to the uh, actually the uh, other school down the road versus MSU football game that particular event itself we had about 75,000 plus in the stadium and an additional 75,000 around and within the city of East Lansing off campus lots of people lots going on with that unfortunately um, some took advantage of the Spartan victory to celebrate in a manner that for us is not necessarily a celebration. Um, our Spartan community is, is bigger and better than civil disorder and destruction, intentional destruction of property. It's not safe. Those are circumstances that we don't want that to be part of our environment or what we're known for with that. Since then, we have partnered with the East Lansing Police Department to identify some of those that have been involved in those activities. And those investigations are continuing and some have been forwarded or if not at the moment, on their way to the prosecutor's office for their review regarding charges with that. Also that weekend, unfortunately, we had a missing person incident reported to us, Brendan Santo. Brendan was visiting friends here at MSU from Grand Valley State University, where he's uh, enrolled as a student. Brendan was last seen uh, prior to midnight on October 29th. It was reported to us that he was missing the evening of October 30th, so the same night as the game. We immediately began a search for Brendan. An extensive investigation has occurred. It is ongoing. We have local partnership with the East Lansing Police Department, Ingham County Sheriff's Office, 
We have representation from Grand Valley State University Police Department. On a state level, we have the state police, as well as the Michigan Attorney General's Office. And then also Oakland County Sheriff's Office, where Brendan is from, is also actively involved, along with the FBI. So this search is beyond us. It is inclusive of numerous agencies. It's a 24-7 process with that, um, and it does continue with that. Uh, we are in regular communication with the Santo family. Um, the group of law enforcement agencies are exhausting all resources to bring Brendan home with that. One thing that we did realize with this is that with an institution as large as we are, a university, very decentralized. And currently not all the security system operations reported through police and public safety. Um, we are now centralizing those functions. So security systems, meaning electronic access control, uh, camera systems, all of that, well, we've already begun the transition of having those systems to where uh, over time, the responsibility will then be police and public safety. And what that does provide is an overall integrated physical security system, um, and one area with responsibility for it to where it has the service and maintenance operations as well. And we can provide a system that's in a layered approach in regards to that. So just another example of continuing to assess the needs of our campus and evolving to those particular needs. Yeah, I appreciate that update from Marlon Lynch, Chief of Police at MSU. And we're chopping it up with the Chief today and welcoming Daryl Green to the program. He's uh, Marlon's Chief of Staff for the MSU Police. And Daryl, give us a little bit of your background, what's led you to MSU and, and why you were attracted uh, to the position. Well, I'll start off by saying that I am a alumni I went to graduate school here at the criminal justice school. And so that has always sparked an interest in me uh, as far as having uh, some engagement with MSU. And so primarily my career started at the Lansing Police Department, 1997. And just like any other police officer, I started as a road patrol officer and I moved up throughout the ranks, a sergeant, lieutenant, captain, and I, I was a captain of all four major divisions. And matter of fact, I'm probably the only captain that's ever been uh, a captain in charge of all four major divisions. So I had a good overview of the department from all aspects of it. I've supervised all units and departments. And I left as chief of police in 2019. I started as chief of police and left in 2021 and started over here at Michigan State University Police Department. And why did you want to take this new position? Well, I'll say this. I've always had an interest in university policing. And for me, and one of the reasons why I went back to grad school uh, was because I liked the ability uh, to be around different ideas, uh, different social identities, uh, different understanding, different contexts, understanding the historical foundation of things and how things work. And for me, it was just a natural fit. Um, I've been to three different universities, Temple University, Michigan State University, and Western Michigan University. And for me, it's always, I've always been curious on how do you manage, uh, as Vice President Lynch talked about, 75,000 people in a stadium, another 75,000 people outside of a stadium. So for me, 
this is a challenge. This is an opportunity to grow, uh, to further use the skill set I have from a municipal background and to bring that over to a u- university setting. Yeah, cool. And, and Marlon, what about Daryl attracted you to have him be your new chief of staff? Well, he just told you, yeah. right? I mean, you know, <laughs> wow, what a set of uh, experiences and, you know, the, I mean, the, the local knowledge of having a career here locally in the Lansing area, uh, the credibility that Daryl has established throughout his career um, with that. And, you know, it's a situation where it's not going to be one person that does a job like this. You know, it has to be a collective. Um, there's our, our leadership team. Um, they're an active part of what's going on here. It's not about an individual. It's a, it's a definitely a team that is integrating its experiences and its knowledge and, and putting forth uh, a safe community for MSU. Cool. And uh, Daryl, I, I read that long list of responsibilities Marlon has given you, but tell us a little bit more about what your role in, in, will entail. What will you be doing? And that's one of the things I like about my role. It's a very fluid, uh, moving environment. And for me, understanding and leveraging what the university has to offer has been key for me. And particularly one of the key documents that I was able to analyze early when I started here in July was a great work of the strategic plan, MSU's 2030 plan, and specifically also the, the DEI plan, the diversity, equity, inclusion plan and recommendations. So that's been key to me because we have been charged to make sure that DEI is a foundational piece of our police and public safety department. And so for me, making sure that we align ourselves as a police department with the university's mission is going to be key. And having those documents hands has certainly been a blessing. And I've been able to uh, guide our department in a way that is in alignment with the university. So what would maybe some of your short and long-term goals be as you get underway? Well, I think uh, particularly for short-term goals and Again, this is a very fluid process. Uh, We understand we have a lot of work, specifically the accreditation piece that Vice President Lynch brought to the university is is vitally important because what that does is it gives us an opportunity to examine, scan the department, figure out what is best practices, uh, embrace those best practices and put them into implementation. And that's not an easy matter to really look at everything your police department is doing and make sure that you're doing the right thing, implement those things. That's a lot of organizational change. And so we're trying to make sure that we do it in a a feasible manner, whereas our employees will engage and buy into it as well. And to also make sure that we're in alignment with the university on that piece as well. So the accreditation piece is key. And also with the accreditation piece, Not only are we examining the policies and procedures, but we have to look at things holistically, policy procedures, and then the training that backs up those policies and procedures. So we're making sure we're putting our employees, police and public safety employees, in the best possible way that we can. We're giving them the knowledge and the skill set and the competency to do everything we know based on the accreditation process that will mitigate our exposure to liability, Uh, bring us to a higher level of professionalism and excellence. And so the policy and the training are dependent on each other. And from that standpoint, 
making sure that everything we do, that foundational piece of DEI is including in those policies and that training as well. And then there's the supervision. We have to make sure that we uh, train our supervisors in a manner of which uh, they can deliver the excellence. They're going to be on the ground. Our first line supervisors are sergeants. They're the persons that interact with our police officers more than any of us, including myself or anybody on the team. We have to make sure we put them in a position where they can adequately oversight our police department and make sure that our officers are doing everything they're supposed to do in a way that's respectful and embraces the dignity that our university uh, deserves. And so with that standpoint, policies, training, supervision, and then there's the review oversight piece in it as well. We have to make sure that we have review processes and what accreditation does is to it. It gives us an annual review process and we're con constantly reviewing those policies and procedures. And that's one thing I've learned throughout my history in policing is whatever the policy is today, it's gonna change somewhere down the road. So you have to be constantly engaging and learning what's best for our university. The strategic plan is great because it gives us that, that scaffolding, those guideposts, specifically when it comes to the values, but we gotta make sure that we embrace the best that we can. And so putting all those things into a system uh, and knowing that everything we do, particularly when it comes to interacting with our community is vitally important. Every day, our police officers are trying to interact with our community in a way that builds trust, that legitimizes our police department. So we're trying to change the culture. We're trying to build on a great culture that historically has done a great job. We're just trying to take it to the next level. And so one of the tasks that I've been tasked with specifically is to make sure that we create this system of accountability and particularly that we're leaning on our community. Uh, we're leveraging the resources of the university. There are some bright people uh, at this university and we wanna make sure that they have an opportunity uh, to engage us, make sure that they have a voice of which they can engage with us as we build and incorporate them into our training, our policies, our supervisory leadership training. Uh, we wanna make sure that they have a vital role in that. There's a host of different things that the vice president has taken upon himself to implement in the organizational change, particularly when it comes to diversity, DEI, and IAB inclusion and anti-bias unit, which has been around since 2015. However, the vice president has increased the staffing in that unit. So we're not only just taking a complaint and investigating a complaint of bias in our community, we're also able to provide uh, some resources and services uh, to our victims as well. And also, you know, make sure that we're putting out proper training on what is bias, uh, how do you report it, where can you report it? Uh, and so we're doing everything we can do to make sure that our alignment with DEI is uh, the foundational piece. And that includes a lot of the training that our officers must encounter uh, to understand a, device com a diverse community. You know, we have to make sure that we have a multicultural competency uh, when it comes to our police officers. They have to 
understand as much as they can about the social identities, the differences that our community has. And when we can do that and be very transparent about it with our community, we're sure that it will increase and legitimize our police and public safety department. And Vice President specifically has uh, started a committee, an advisory committee uh, called the Police and Public Safety Advisory Committee. And I think it's a great opportunity for us to get some stakeholder input. And I'll let the VP take it from there on that. <laughs> well, and before I let him do that, that was a great answer, Daryl. I'm almost ready to go join the academy. I'm probably too old. But, no, you're uh, not too old. Come on out, man. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, job postings now. We'll, right. uh, we'll, we'll see, what's, see what's available. I we'll could be the there. crossing guard or something. You <laughs> but, you know, some challenges in, in reaching some of those goals, Daryl, but some opportunities in, in reaching some of them, too. Well, I'll say this. Uh, I'm very optimistic. And one of the things... I'm able to uh, discern as a new employee, I've only been here since July is, so I got a fresh look at, you know, what the department and the university has been doing recently. And it's an opportunity for a different set of eyes. And the vice president talked about the team. And we got a great team. And particularly that team, uh, we can lean on each other for different uh, areas that we may need some assistance with, uh, particularly in my case, uh, learning some of the internal workings of the university uh, has been key uh, to understanding how that strategic plan was built, uh, what was the foundation of it, uh, and how do we move forward. So when we look at specific metrics, uh, that too will have to change, but I think we can start specifically on the level of training that we give internally and also our engagements, particularly those positive engagements that are proactive, where we're invited as a police and public safety department, and we can interact uh, with our community and staff. And for me, the value has been listening, listening to what the university wants, uh, listening and reading and understanding what our values are as a university. And when you look at that, strategic plan, you can basically, you know, almost clearly take police and substitute the university markings with police in there. I think the university strategic plan has been key. I think that they have given us some goals, particularly on outreach that the community wants to have, uh, educational sessions. Um, they want to see our officers uh, trained in implicit and unconscious bias training. They want our officers to increase their level of de-escalation, uh, have skill sets to you know, deliver services and interact with people experiencing mental illnesses. There's tremendous opportunity and metrics that we can use to show that we are progressing uh, in this foundational piece of establishing DEI in everything we do and becoming the excellent police department uh, that we have been and we continue continuously can be. Marlon, there's so much to comment on. What were your thoughts on all those great comments from Daryl? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll just pick up specifically in regards to the Police and Public Safety Advisory Committee. Um, that committee uh, actually was announced uh, maybe about uh, two weeks ago now, I believe, 
And it's comprised of uh, students, faculty, and staff. It will meet uh, with, with me and the leadership team within police and public safety on a monthly basis. It's co-chaired by two students. The co-chairs for this year um, just so happened to be uh, the vice, one of the vice presidents for uh, ASMSU, and the other is a vice president from the uh, Multicultural Greek Council with it. And we have wide representation. Um, you have representation from the Faculty Senate, Coalition of Labor Organizations, the Ombudsperson's Office, Dean of Students' Office, uh, student life and engagement. Um, from the student side, we have the Inter Interfraternity Council, the National Panhellenic Council, the Panhellenic Council, I mentioned the Multicultural Greek Council, men's and women's athletics. Um, it's, it's wide. Uh, COGS, RHA, the intent, yes, it's a large committee, but we want it to be inclusive. And I know I've left off a couple, you know, of organizations, but that's the risk you take when you name them. But just wanted to give some examples of just how wide the reach is with it. And one of the primary uh, reasons or purpose for this uh, committee to exist is to hear from our community directly and regularly and not in a time of critical incident or in a time where um, allegations are being made. This is a regular conversation. It also provides ownership. You know, uh, you heard Daryl mention the university strategic plan. Our department is also creating a strategic plan. And this committee will have a regular voice in that. So as we develop the plan, they will be actively engaged in it. And so there won't, there's not a need for assumptions to be made. We will hear directly from our community on a regular basis with that. And that's extremely important. Extremely important to do that. Um, ownership and accountability. And it also lets them in. You know, there's nothing behind the curtain, right, that they won't be exposed to. They will see it and experience it. And they can actually, you know, be the perfect conduit um, from our department to the MSU community. And um, it's, it's a committee that will be very actively involved in, in what's going on with that. So... Uh, and, looking forward to it. And did you want to say more about the Safe MSU app? Yes, I would. So the Safe MSU app is a safety application app. It'll be on the uh, iOS as well as the Android platform. It'll be available to everyone, not just those affiliated with MSU. And it is exactly what you think. It's an app that has safety features on it. Everything from direct feeds from us, communicating information, um, information regarding transportation routes, emergency numbers, what to do in critical incidents, um, as well as the ability. So Russ, if you and I are roommates and I'm studying at the main library, I can give you the ability to follow me from point A to point B. And so if it takes me 15 to 20 minutes usually to get, to get home and that time has passed, you've been alerted as well and you can physically see through GPS where I'm at with that and that is something permissions that I would give directly to you it's not the police always watching my movements <laughs> that's not what this is about this is about empowering the community uh, to help because we all play a role in yes. safety it's a it's a shared responsibility with that and that's just touching on a few points yeah, with the right. app the app has uh, lots of different abilities um, I believe it will be made available on December 13th uh, to be able to download um, it's a way that we will directly communicate um, events, 
game day operations, helping with parking, all of that. So it, it's something that we'll continue to assess again and and make the updates as we need. We can customize it as we need to. That's cool. Well, the whole world runs on an app now, I think, so it just makes sense. But, uh, well, it's been a great conversation. And, Daryl, just any closing thoughts uh, of what you'd like listeners to take away about your chief of staff role at the MSU police? I think uh, for me, this is an exciting opportunity. This is a revolving and really dynamic uh, operation, and I'm just blessed to be a part of it. Well, it's great to have you. Marlon, any final thoughts from you on this episode? Well, Russ, again, I'll just, I'd like to end with a thanks. Uh, you know, definitely appreciate the partnership with it. Um, this is, you know, uh, the opportunity that we have to enhance the overall campus safety is a, is a serious charge. And it's a charge that we carry. Um, we will continue to carry for it, but it will be in partnership with those that we serve, which is our MSU community. So looking forward to it. Well, I'm happy to do my part in getting this important information out. And it's very exciting what, what you're doing with police and public safety here at your alma mater. So my guests have been Daryl Green. He's the new chief of staff of the Department of Police and Public Safety at Michigan State University. And Marlon Lynch is the vice president for police and public safety and chief of police and much more on everything we've talked about. Just go to police.msu.edu. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.